Just go, you know, freestyle, because... Yes, I'm going to go freestyle. Freestyle is what we do. Yes, because we like it nice and wild. Wild. Every once in a while. And keep it mild. And we lay tile. Ooh! <laughs> <laughs> don't get me started on the freestyle, y'all. I don't know if you guys she know me. She is a freestyle artist, If you, you do guys. not know me, know me, know me, you do not know the way I do freestyle, whether it's rap or She poetry. lays it down. Man, I'm telling you. This is what I do. I do freestyle. But um, so <laughs> I just wanted to welcome Daisy Mack of Peasy Heads. Um, she is going to um, help dissect some of these issues that we're going to be looking at today. And, and, you know, some of these issues related to this firestorm of, of um, sexual assault oh, cases gosh. and the conversations that are happening. We're definitely going to get into yes. that. We're looking at, um, you know, some of the things that are going on um, with, with the. Um, uh, political stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. There's just a lot going on. So, so she's here to help me dissect some of that. Yeah, and um, and she also has um, some. She's opened the shop. Yeah, I think last time we said it was going to open. Yeah, now it's open. It's open like that. I mean, she just like. I know magic. Blinked and then the <laughs> shop is open. So, hear <laughs> <Yeah>, the crowd. <laughs> so, um, so tell us, tell us how it's been going, and you know what the shop offers and all of this. Okay, awesome. So it's been going really, really great. Um, the shop is in Stone Mountain on Rockbridge Road, and we are a natural hair salon. Peasy Heads is the name of the shop, and we specialize in doing natural hair locks and extensions. But we don't just do hair there. Mm-hmm. We specialize in doing natural implementing natural and healthy techniques okay so you know you can go into a braid shop and get your hair done and there's breakage or you lose your edges not at PC heads mm-hmm. we we your edges are safe I love at that. <laughs> <laughs> They're safe with you. I love it. <laughs> yes. And we also have our own all-natural handmade products that my mom and I and my sister make. Okay. So we're not just slapping some jam or pink oil moisturizer <laughs> on your hair. We're actually right. nurturing it. Because we believe that if you're going to wear natural hair, you should be using natural products on your hair. Yeah. So we really care about what we're doing. We take good care of our clients when they come in. I love it. Thank I love you. it. That's Thank great. You. So, um, yes. Yeah, so I... I can definitely attest to the, the work that I've been seeing and just the evolution already of this place that has opened. Yes. And it's like, oh, this is exciting. It so, is. Yeah. So I would love, you know, throughout also to be able to give people tips, you know, for if you're going to start something and you want to get something off the ground, uh-huh. you know, th- there are some things that, you know, I know that you know that we can share. Oh, that would be great. You know, with the audience about how to make it happen. Because a lot of us have ideas, you know, and, and based in, and in fact, in fact, those of you who are listening or watching on Facebook, you know, test us your your dream. What is your text us your dream? What your business idea yes. is? What is it that you want to start and what do you want to get off the ground? Yes. Um, and give us a call. We'll be happy to give you tips on how to make that happen. The number is 678-613-5857. And we will um, be here for the next couple of hours to talk about those things. So text it, call us, send a message on uh, Facebook. And uh, we'll we'll definitely address that. Do that. But before we do that, we're going to get into some trending topics. Primary election. Lack of diversity. Gas prices. Michael Jackson. Trending topics. 
All right. So I'm going to start with the fun one. So um, <laughs> a lot of people I've, I've been hearing, you know, the, the lot of buzz and talking about Prince Harry and Meghan Markle who have gotten engaged. <laughs> and a lot of people, you know, I hear some people like, ah, I could care less what happens with the British family. And other people are all tickled by it. And I'm one of the people who's tickled by it because I have always been fascinated with that whole royalty thing so when the the royal wedding happened a few years ago mm-hmm. um, i was up at what four in the morning oh my gosh <laughs> I dragged my daughter out of bed like look you, you watched the it royal wedding. <laughs> <laughs> so yes whatever i don't care if it makes you all stick to your stomach i thoroughly enjoyed the whole hoopla around it so now i'm like oh we get to have more hoopla and this time um she's biracial she's half black half white and so you know there's been big conversation around that um well particularly in the black community (laughs) of course right so um and i have um been kind of I didn't realize, I really didn't know who she was until, you know, this, all this came out and I've been watching speaking engagements that she's had and she's pretty dynamic and an advocate for equality with men and women. Really? Yeah. And she talks about these experiences she had being raised by racial in, you know, South Central LA or Mm -hmm. South Central uh, Inglewood somewhere. Right. You know, and, and so it was a very, um, I don't know. I just love her perspective. Mm-hmm. So I have to check it out. Yes, yes, definitely check it out. I've posted um, um, two of the posts about her to my page. So I don't care what y'all say. I'm fascinated. <laughs> I'm in front and center. <laughs> don't hate um, y'all. <laughs> don't hate. And I and and she did say that it, she she said, "Well, how exciting it, it is that I'm going to be the first biracial person in the family in the air." Of, mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, wow, she's under pressure. She, oh my gosh, sure. can you imagine from both ends? I mean, can you imagine? Yeah. But if I was to marry one of them, it would be Prince Harry. Because Prince cute. Harry, he's a little cutie, but he's also like got some swag, you know? Yeah, he's, a little ginger snap. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, okay. Another one. Um, talking about 45. This is the 45th president mm-hmm. of the United States. During an event at the White House honoring Navajo code talkers on Monday, he referenced his nickname for Senator Elizabeth Warren, Pocahontas, a label he has long used about the Massachusetts Democrat. Wow. So he couldn't just he couldn't just resist Mm-mm. for you know no there's no such thing as resisting Can um, he ever uh, and and so that's another one and um, one that really gets to me um, he's tweeting accusations of CNN spreading fake news he's been on this fake news thing for a minute mm-hmm. well we are going to talk about um, Lowry who was let go from. Is that his name? Oh my gosh, did I get his name right? But who was let go from um, uh, um, NBC? Mm-hmm. Um, at, is, we're going to talk Matt about that. Matt Lowry? Hey. Yes. But to that, to that, his his response to that, President Trump's response to that was, okay, so he got fired, so when are we going to fire the rest of the news for the fake news that they broadcast? So you can't even have enough respect for whatever happened in this case to focus on this case and extend your condolences without bringing in some other you know it wasn't even connected to anything no way connected in no way connected so we're gonna go to break (laughs) we have more to talk about when we come back Back to the live exchange. I'm Dr. Pamela, and I am joined by Danelle Porche hey, <laughs> and Daisy Mac. Hola. Hey, so today we are just talking about life and 
all the good stuff in life and all the crazy stuff that are going on um, out in the world. So, um, yeah, but we were before the break. Um, I was we were talking about the um, well, the the accusations. Let me see. Let me let me actually get to the right place. Okay, okay. Matt Lauer, Lauer, to get his name right. Good morning, America. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, Yes, a longtime anchor no, of today, longtime anchor of today for two decades was fired from NBC News on Wednesday after a female colleague made a detailed complaint accusing him of inappropriate sexual behavior during the 2014 Sochi Winter Olympics. Um, so uh-huh. there's this has been a, a topic. Um, that, you know, it's funny because I keep saying this a year ago. When this was coming up as it pertained to the president, you know, in his own behaviors in the past, um, other things that have happened, um, it was easily swept under the rug. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, you know, and oh, mm-hmm. let's just pay the people off. Let's make this thing quiet. Let's move on. Now, now we're having a national conversation. Mm-hmm. And I'm not really sure. And as did, and every time we bring this up, Danelle's like, okay, but what's next? And so, mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. you That's know. the question. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know what's next. You know, and I do wonder what's next because we, we see these. And, and I, my concern and my fear is that. This is going to become so saturated that people are like, ah, everybody's getting assaulted. Let's just move on to the next thing. Yeah. And that people are going to be turned off by it. I think there's some kind of truth to it, though. Mm-hmm. Not saying that everybody's getting assaulted, but has there been spaces where majority of our population have experienced as one one day, one time, and another, some form of assault. Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Right. Like, like in your life. Mm-hmm. And again, what was your response to it? Mm-hmm. Because everybody responds differently yep. or reacts differently. Right. And when to say it or how to say it or what somebody's definition of, I'm not saying assault is because I know that there is a definition out there, but if something was to actually happen to me, is this acceptable or is this not acceptable? Mm-hmm. You get what I'm saying? Like right. it's, I think that's a big part of it, um, the acceptable part, because I feel like what's happening is there's a new norm that's emerging. And so it's like at one point in time, it was okay. It wasn't okay, but it was a, a an offense that was would go unpunishable or unnoticed or unannounced. And now it's not okay. And it seems like it's a, an abrupt change that's happening. So the offenders aren't really having a chance to now we're holding people accountable or beginning to hold people accountable mm-hmm. with what experiences thoughts perceptions mm-hmm. things that are being stated mm-hmm. and now it's like i don't know everybody's getting like fired now so i don't know i don't know what the right or wrong is i don't know um what should be the follow-up right but i feel like it's going to be different for every scenario every situation but i'm just it's just like even and i'm not putting it in comparison but with what um um Kaepernick 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 thank mm-hmm. you is going through or has gone through and now it has prompted discussion mm-hmm. and it's actually where people are making right. strides to do some things different yes mm-hmm. yes Agreed. yes Agreed. We're doing it's bringing awareness and yes and that's yeah. the thing you know because the fact that you know you said that earlier in years past in earlier decades it was just kind of like oh yeah you slap her on the butt or whatever and you know and now it's like okay we're not cool we're finally like, look we're not cool with that mm-hmm. you know you know my grandma might have been she might she probably wasn't cool with it but she didn't have you know the support to say something and i think that's the shift it's like right. before you could say something but would there be consequences right for you more so than the offender right now it's there like you, you can say something 
and you know you're not being the one that's being prosecuted it's mm-hmm. the person that's actually doing you know this offensive thing well and that's the thing so in in the spirit of transparency um when i was in college i experienced a sexual assault situation um and i went to the police and tried to press charges tried to press charges and what was what happened was i was asked yeah what really happened you know, and it was just kind of like, oh, yeah, so, you know, and, and it was, it, there was so much doubt about whether or not I was telling the truth. I just backed off all the way and just said, you know what, forget it. I'm not, I'm not going to put myself through this. If day one was this hard, what's it going to be like as I'm going it's through? It's going to get harder and harder. Right. It's and almost so, like you're being, you know, violated all over again. That's exactly what it was. Viola- violated and you now have become the perpetrator. Traitor. Right. Like, right. How did, how did right. the roles, and I also feel like, um, like, Ladies, it's a change in where before it has been such a male-driven, supported society, mm. like the patriarch, patriarchal society mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. the things, and even in history, I mean, whether we look at slave time or, you know, women's rights that had to mm-hmm. take, that took place, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like there is definitely a shift, but it's not where it's in favoritism mm-hmm. right. of one um, gender, mm-hmm. you know, it's 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 several factors that are going up, and we're becoming more aware. I believe. I yes. think there's glimmers yes. that are going on where it's like, it okay, is. we are becoming aware. Like, how is it that I truly act up, mm-hmm. or you right. are show myself, or show up in my affairs? Mm-hmm. So I just think that there's these different variety of things that are going on, and I'm 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 excited, but sometimes when things do come up, it's still where we haven't. We, you know how they say there's a bar or it has to hit rock bottom before we yep. see That's the where bright. we are. Yep. We're falling fast. So it's so ugly before it gets pretty. I don't know pretty. how far we yeah. going how rock bottom is yeah. you know that's, well, that's the question yeah. what's scary about that and we're going to go to research in a second but what's scary about that is that I, I'm worried that because we're a society that's so scared of rock bottom that's so about political correctness and let's just make sure make make everything pretty on the mm-hmm. outside that, that that mentality will take over and say let's just not deal it's with it's changing this. that's changing i hope so rapidly i really yeah. hope so so okay <laughs> we are going to go into the research in the interest of science 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 science, science. okay so so today's science is um you know it's not necessarily like pure science but I just thought it was interesting enough to share. And I think that, you know, I think it's more anecdotal. And, and anecdotal just means that the person came up with this because of what they've experienced. Mm-hmm. So um, I think experience is pretty valid. And um, I can kind of resonate with it. But what it's called, um, and it's an article that was written a while back. And it was published in New York Mag's, NewYorkMag.com by Ann Friedman. And it's Shine Theory. And so the idea of shine theory and the the subtitle is why powerful women make the greatest friends. Hmm. So the idea is that we can make each other shine. Hmm. And so, you know, instead of, (laughs) you know, that whole idea that we hate on each other and that we're jealous of each other, it's the exact opposite approach. Yes. It's let's pull together. And the, you know, if I have, if I'm a light and you're a light and you're a light, pull it all together and it's even greater shine. So, yeah, women of ATL, I hope you are listening and paying attention to the shine theory. Shine theory. Let's do this. Yes. So, when you, and, and here's a quote when you meet a woman who is intimidatingly witty, stylish, beautiful, and professionally accomplished, befriend her. 
Yes. Surround yourself with the people that doesn't make you look... Wait. Surrounding yourself with the best people doesn't make you look worse by comparison. It actually makes you better. Yes. I love it. <laughs> I love it. I love it, too. And I, I, I want to do a shout out. Shout out to Project Light. So those were the ladies that I actually perform with. Mm-hmm. And so it was one of those things. I was like, y'all, these folks can sing. And one of my coaches was just like, well, it's just going to make you just shoot up there, too. Yep. And I think mm-hmm. it's... I think it's not about competing. And I really feel like that concept, even um, where, what is it, the, it takes a village to raise children. Mm-hmm. I think it's very applicable oh, yeah. mm-hmm. to us as women because I do see in the limelight now where we're quick to tear each other down. It can be also not in the limelight. And I, I don't know, I just, I love that theory. Yeah, I love that research because that's what I have found in my own walk where mm-hmm. when I do surround myself with people or see people who are at the energy or more it allows me to rise that cage and really celebrate myself as well right so you know yes it's kind of also like the theory of keeping people around you that are smarter than you yes especially if you're trying to open a business or be an Mm -hmm. entrepreneur and you have that energy around you it's going to force you to yeah Yeah. and you're going to expand your boundaries right absolutely and i want to go a little bit more into this we're going to go into break and when we come back we're going to continue on with this whole shine theory so stay with Alright, welcome back to the Live Exchange. I'm Dr. Pamela. I'm joined by Daisy of PZ Heads and Danelle Porsche of Soar. So, <laughs> right before we went to break, we we're talking about um, shine theory, and um, shine theory is just that whole idea that we have our—we each have our own light. We all have a level of shine that we bring to the yes. table, um, and that we shouldn't shy away from other people whose lights may be brighter than ours. Right. That we should actually join forces with them become friends with them Um, and this is according to an article by Ann Freeman in uh, New York Magazine Um, and here's another interesting quote I am not immune to that icky feeling you can get in the pit of your stomach when you meet a woman who seems so together but I confess that I always that I was always pretty good at squashing it. So we all kind of might, well maybe we I don't want to say we all, but you know a lot of us may have that feeling where you know a woman walks in the room and she has it way more together than than you do, and you're just like, mm-hmm. yeah, whatever. Or you know, it's it a little like intimidated. intimidated. Mm-hmm. You know, I definitely have had that experience. And what she's saying is, okay, feel that. Go ahead and go through that. Mm-hmm. Then squash it mm-hmm. and go ahead and make that connection. Mm-hmm. I love it. Yeah. And for me, it's like in addition to squashing, I'm just like, question where Mm -hmm. it's coming from. Mm -hmm. What is it about, not necessarily this woman, but within you, and recognize, you know, you're just as as powerful. Yeah. You know, for me, it's just like, because I'm all about feeling construct so you can uh, or heal so you can feel Mm -hmm. and so for me it's just like using that to your advantage using it to to where you can be supported and to where you can discover within you Mm -hmm. what's really going on and that's I don't know it's just I I, I can get the stuffing thing or squash it, but I'm just like, no. <laughs> There's really? a deeper level well, of feeling out. that has to happen. Yeah, like what yeah. is in it? What is it about? 
her that again maybe it's admiration Mm -hmm. or if it's a form of jealousy okay or envy what is there to really envy what are you doing in your life that needs to be either improved or you feel threatened by or whatever the word that you want to use but really discover what it is that's that you need to use with i don't know i just feel like that can be a fuel in Mm -hmm. some form you can transfer transfer that into a a fuel yeah yeah, i think you you really are hitting the nail right on the head with that because it is um you know what i've discovered in my own life is that that this thing that we're talking about that thing that you feel when you see someone is doing all this wonderful things that you really want to do and it kind of puts light on the fact that you're not doing it Mm -hmm. but underneath all of that is a love for that person Mm -hmm. and i think it's human nature to feel intimidated and to draw back but i think that you know when you push your boundaries and you go past it then there's a whole new gateway but what i've discovered from my own experience is that you know how we talk about hateration and haters and all that that's the seed of it the seed of someone hating on you is really the fact that they love you they love what you're Mm. doing they feel that they could do that but (laughs) they're not doing it yes yes Yes. this is great And, and you know it's interesting because when you when you think about the root of of another per- the reason why we think the way we think or the root of other people's success um, you know sometimes according to what's said here I think this is interesting um, is that it, it, it may not necessarily be us it mm-hmm. may be that the person is toxic and mm. we are responding to you know toxic Ooh, that's air in our you know so so she says here um, true confidence is infectious true confidence mm-hmm. authentic confidence mm-hmm. in my experience if a woman seems confident but mostly has the effect of making other people feel bad about themselves you can rest assured that she's faking it it's not real confidence Mm. so if it's real confidence that's a positive thing and it transfers into positivity into the other people's Mm -hmm. lives Mm -hmm. but if it's not transferring into that and you're noticing these patterns of this she's making this person feel bad or she rubbed this person the wrong way and that's not real confidence that's Mm -hmm. something else going on Mm -hmm. there i think that like i said i think that is such great material because again the part two or further into what I was sharing earlier is mm-hmm. like again when you have something that you start to feel what is it telling right what is it sharing either about you and now again possibly about the other person mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. like what is it, what is it what is it because again that's when you're in true I feel communion with yourself yes you're in true dialogue yes. with yourself because you I mean our emotions are there for purpose right. their feelings are there for reason mm-hmm. they are guidance mm-hmm. right. so and instead you need to of dig underneath mm-hmm. that and see what is making you feel that way what's the reason behind that I remember reading in a book some one time that you should watch your emotions pass like cars on a street uh, you know see them feel them experience them yeah. but don't grasp onto mm-hmm. it get what you're saying is go underneath and when you develop that skill you know there's just nothing but growth you. that happens good stuff good. i'm telling you it. it's some it. great stuff so yeah 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 that's awesome well um the other thing is the the question i guess that this article like raises in me is because from my observation this is not based on research from my observation men seem to do a better job of pulling together and partnering or supporting each other and having each other back than women do and and i and 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 some of the things that i'm I'm head, you know, I'm stuttering because I'm like I don't want to piss anybody off. But 
what I have found is that even when I try to break into those circles that th- where where I see the men supporting each other, mm-hmm. you know, so so I'll use an example of like really successful black men, black male scholars, um, businessmen, um, you know. They are all about, you know, the brothers, the brothers, the brothers. Mm -hmm. But, you know, and they'll sound, they'll say that to the women. They'll say, you know, I have your back, you know, let me know whatever you need. And sometimes it turns into a sexual assault situation. Mm -hmm. It turns into, and my question is, so how many, how many, (laughs) how many people did you have to sleep with, my brother, to get to the top? (laughs) How many Acts mm. did you have to probably do to get to the top when y'all are having each other back and then as soon as a, a woman wants to get there now I'm not saying this is all the men right but right. it does happen and and so uh. they band together <laughs> the women are in competition with each other mm-hmm. and then when they turn to a male for support you know th- there's not it's not always it doesn't always go well they don't mm-hmm. get the level of support that men give each other mm-hmm. uh, I don't mm-hmm. know if I'm saying this right but no, I, I, <laughs> no. but I wonder I, I wonder <laughs> I wonder if you know men are experiencing it you know I do and we just that. don't know right even with all of the sexual assault cases that we're seeing happening in the news and in current events right now right. I wonder if there are going to be women you know that are going to wind up getting caught in that same net right. I wonder and and other men. I mean, you know, men sexually assault men, other too. Other men, that is so, so true. I, I do wonder. now. And so when I say, how many people did you have to sleep with to get to the top? I mean that as a real question. Like, right. I want to know, mm-hmm. did you get to the top without feeling like you had to compromise yourself in a sexual way in the ways that women are asked to? And and I, I this is like I really want to know. Remember Eddie Murphy and Boomerang with Eartha Kitt? Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh my goodness. No, it, was another, it was another movie with a guy, the actor Douglas, and it had Demi Moore in it. That was a, a sexual assault case, and he was a male, and she was sexually assaulting him. Yeah. I can't remember the so name. So I don't want to say it yeah. doesn't happen, but yeah. I really want to know. Fellas, those of you at the top, I want you to call and tell me how many people do you have to sleep with. Call us. All right. We'll be right back. We'll keep you anonymous. Welcome back to the Live Exchange. I'm Dr. Pamela, and uh, today we are talking about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. Okay. I love that. that. There we go. There's the summary in all collection. In all, there we go. Um, Yes. So I was, we were talking about Shine Theory, and I just can't let it go. I can't let it go because it's just, I really like it. But the, um, the idea is that, you know, women, instead of feeling like we have to be in a competition with each other and you know, being in, you know, uh, jealous of each other, Mm -hmm. that we are actually supporting one another and that we we don't shy away from the shine of other people, that we actually gravitate towards that shine. There's no reason to be jealous. So I was, I did point fingers a little bit and I said, okay, so we see that the men do this. They support each other and we may not see it outwardly. The only reason why I know is because when I go into their circles, I see the extent to which they're supporting each other, you know, and I'm like, Wow, you know, we don't do this. We don't do this. You know, we don't have each other's back like this. But when I have tried to be a part of the circle with these men, I I don't get treated the same uh-huh. way. I get treated like, oh, so You're too pretty. You know, we, yeah, what you what you going to do for I'm me? All street, <laughs> you know. <laughs> with your shine. I'm like, I don't you need want to tone your you beauty down a little bit. Exactly. <laughs> so, 
I, you know, it just makes me wonder, you know, if, if, and, and I will address this particularly to, to black men because we always talk about how we like to support each other. We want to build up the community. We want to bring each other up. So if that's the case, black men, are we, can we come together and, and just support each other without the, the vision and the things that, you know, um, the expectations, the sexual advances, the things like that, you know, and, does it happen? You know, and why does it happen? What is what's the real reason behind it? Because when I think about some of the experiences I've had in the past with men, a lot of times I feel that they did not really honor the entrepreneur in me, mm. that they really didn't take my business endeavors seriously. Right. And so because of that, then the, the sexual tension or the physical attraction mm-hmm. or the male female dynamic overshadowed you know, what I'm doing and what you could do to help me get there. Right. Mm. And that's good. And, and to the extent, you know, I love the, the, the sexual attraction and the sexual chemistry that happens, attention, those things, they happen, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, but there is a way to navigate through that and still allow the person to have their dignity, to, mm-hmm. to do it in a dignified manner. Mm-hmm. So I don't want to... I definitely don't want to act like the chemistry and the sexual attractiveness and all of those things don't happen. Mm -hmm. But how do we work together in a way where that doesn't um, strip somebody of their dignity or create a a violent situation, you know, professionally? Okay, so I'm having this download, so bear with me. (laughs) I almost want to correlate it, and again, I could be definitely wrong, but to the concept of white privilege. Because I feel like the many times that we have situations, it is how we are raised and constructed to show up in society. Mm -hmm. And I, I say this because, again, us as a whole coming from a male-driven society, there's things that are taught to us, how to behave, our behavior patterns, what we should do in order to do this and that and blah, 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 blah. And then again, as we are taught these things, then we get of age and this opportunity now, if we ever come to that conclusion, wow, again, now let me see my behaviors, let me see my patterns, and do I want to change them? Mm. So for me, it's just like, I know these things that are out here, but conceptually, can you be um, at will to change, be of choice of a change to where, again, I can add to a different experience. Mm-hmm. So going back to what the question on the floor is, because I'll keep talking, keep talking. <laughs> it's, um, again, it's it's having the, the compassion to say, hey, maybe somebody is having a different experience or considering that what is going on between, you know, a male-to-male um building rapport versus a male woman mm-hmm. building a rapport. It's definitely different. You know, can, can it be different? Can there be a consideration that somebody's having a different experience and being sensitive to that? Right, right. So, I don't know. I, it's, it's, I know it's like a wide correlation, but... Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, well, we're going to continue this because we had a, we have a comment on Facebook about this from a male. So yay. we definitely want to hear yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. male perspective. So um, we'll be right back. Your balance with Dr. Pamela. Dr. Pamela. Dr. Pamela. All right, so today's balance challenge. Um, one of the things that I want you all to think about, um, you know, these topics that we're talking about today are pretty complex, and I am, 
and the reason why I struggle with it so much is because I hate generalizations. I hate generalizing and mm-hmm. saying this is how men are, this is how women are. Um, all I can do is speak to my experience, right? Um, and and I guess the research, <laughs> yeah. Doctor. But <laughs> she, she's a doctor, yeah. Yes, exactly. So, <laughs> but I think one of the best ways, I think the one of the richest ways that we can grow and advance is by having conversations with other people about their perspectives. Mm-hmm. So I posed the question. I wonder how many men or how many people you all had to sleep with to get to the top or how many people assaulted you mm-hmm. on your way up. Um, actually, have that conversation for real. If you were to um, interact with somebody, a male in particular, who's really, really, really successful, to be able to sit down and have a real conversation about, you know, so here are some of the things I've experienced in my journey to where I am. Mm-hmm. And I'd love to hear what your experiences are. Those experiences may, in both cases, have nothing to do with sexual assault. But if we understand each other's challenges and the hardships and the things that we had to go through to get to where we are, um, it would have it would give us a better understanding mm-hmm. of each other other's position Mm -hmm. and allow us to better partner with each other in the future. So my challenge to you this week is to sit down and have a conversation with somebody who is a totally different demographic than you are. Maybe a different gender, Mm. different religion, different race, and learn about their experiences and the trials and the challenges that they went through. And listen, don't, you know, don't go into comparing, oh, that's all you had to go through? This is what I had to go through. (laughs) No. Listen and take it in because everybody, just like you were saying, everybody receives experiences differently, Mm -hmm. responds to experiences differently, stimuli impact them differently because of maybe the way they were raised. And so you can't just compare yourself and say, well, shoot, I had to do this. And, you know, Mm -hmm. listen. So that's my challenge for you this week. Sit down and have a conversation with somebody and listen to their experience. And without feeling the need to interject yours. I love it. I think that's beautiful. I love the challenge. (laughs) I do too. Challenge. Challenge. (laughs) So that's my challenge for you. Um, We had some comments. Um, from people listening um, on Facebook, watching on Facebook. Um, Robert Pierce, hello, Robert Pierce. Um, we were talking about why is it different when men and women interact and, um, and professionally um, men seem to be just fierce supporters of one another, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, you know, in whatever way we're going to partner, we're going to do this. And, and it's more subtle than I think when women partner when women partner we're like on Facebook together like hey girl we just met <laughs> you know we, we about to partner you know so we do it in a very overt way I think men yes. are a lot more covert about the way that they support each other mm-hmm. um, and so I asked the question you know why is it different though when men support each other they have each other's back and then a woman like I'll just say like myself will try to step into the fold and try to be a part of this network and and, and the dynamic they're just different it's, mm-hmm. it's it's different. It turns in, in, and in some cases it's turned into sexual advances mm-hmm. and it's like, well, dang, you know, I can't be a part of the group without, you know, mm-hmm. having to give it up. I mean, what's the, yeah. <laughs> so, um, Robert Pierce's response to this was because when a woman comes into the fold, it changes the dynamics. It becomes a competition on who is the alpha male. Wow. Oh, so it don't even have anything to do with us Mm -mm. in this particular comment and situation. That is deep. Yeah, that's something I wouldn't have thought. This is why we need the male perspective. This (laughs) is why I love, love, love the male perspective. I would have never thought of it. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. So now it's like, oh, we're trying to compete for your attention. We're trying to compete for you. Mm -hmm. Nobody is really trying to nurture the entrepreneur or the goal that you're trying to accomplish. Whoever acquires or, or, you know, it's a conquest. So 
whoever wins, that's the alpha male. Why don't they just say whoever helps you the most? There you go. <laughs> what is that? Like? It's like that, a guys? complete. Whoever becomes the investor. <laughs> it's not like it's like a complete breakdown to like true, not like raw, like basic instinct. Yes, yeah. that's your yes. And, <laughs> it, and and that kicks in. You know what else? To it also points out that they do compete with each other. <laughs> that is true. Just in a different way. It's a different way. <laughs> that is so true. That Shows is so up true. different. That's what yes. <laughs> That is true. Funny. So the competition looks totally different. You know, with, that with is men so and women. I I had no. I would not have known that Robert Pierce if you had not given Robert, us that thank little you. window into the the so, lives and the thoughts of men. But to add to that, so then it doesn't help when they tell us because again, I remember the conditioning around going into business going into company you have to look a certain way Mm -hmm. you have to wear this you have to be even as far as to go a certain weight Mm -hmm. so again that doesn't help with the concept because again it's really based off the exterior and with many men i'm not gonna say all (laughs) it's about visual Mm -hmm. you know so you know i just something to just throw out there so do you think that we should and and I'm guilty of this. Do mm-hmm. you think that we should tone down like a part of having mm. a professional appearance as a female? Does that include toning down your sexuality? Oh, man. And if it does, how do oh. you do that? So like if you got a Nicki Minaj that concept, like it's just- <laughs> <laughs> no, because of first with you sharing that. Uh-huh. I, I remember a video showing it was, and again, I, I, I can't give you facts at this point, but it was some random video I watched and they were talking about how the woman was the devil. Mm-hmm. And because again, it was about her shape and it was a lady that was walking and she had a voluptuous, she butt, but she was covered. Mm-hmm. So even in that moment, you so I'm just like, at what point, you know, wrong. Well, I mean, you know, right. Well, I'm just like, at what point do you have to down play scale and downplay you? Right. And for actually our opposites, mm-hmm. you know, to take ownership of how you need to conduct yourself. And will they ever? I mean, can you? I don't know. I think, well, <laughs> stop it. You talked about going all the way back to the purest form of human nature with the whole conquest. <laughs> and, you know, and so I think that we do, we can overcome human nature. Mm-hmm. You know, human nature would compel us to, to pee on the street as opposed to in a toilet. Right. You know, mm-hmm. human nature would compel us to do a lot of things that we have not done. Exactly. Because we're like, no, I'm, I, there's a certain way that I have, you know, my society says that I should, you know, carry myself. Right. So, yes, the, in, in, from the standpoint of sexual attraction and tension, yes, we can have control over that as well. We have to first be aware that there's a, there's an issue. Yes. Right. And, right. And, awareness. So yes. We talked about that earlier. We're in a state of expanding awareness right now right. as a society. You right. And you have this lovely frontal lobe right here that helps to, to make those decisions. Well, it's, it's, supposed so. to <laughs> Not, it's supposed to put to use. Okay, well, I'm going to go uh, right into Love Notes. Love Notes with Dr. Pamela. Okay, so I re- I received this one from an anonymous person. Um, well, they want to remain anonymous. So. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> I know who the person is. Um, so it was an email, and it says, um, "Hey, I was I was hoping um, you can answer this question. Um, where is it? Oh, oh, how do you, I'm like? Where's the question? Okay, um, how do you achieve transparency? I hear you talk about transparency a lot." 
and I don't know how to achieve it. How do I achieve it and not make it seem as if it's being forced? Transparency. And, and I have talked about transparency a lot from the standpoint of relationships, as a professional, just being willing to just be yourself and not have that front up. So that article that we looked at about shine, we know that a woman is not being transparent when, you, you know, every, you know, if, if she's confident, other people are feeling bad. Okay, so that's not real confidence. Mm-hmm. Right. Transparency is you're really being you. If you're feeling... Um, and it doesn't necessarily mean telling all your business and, and, and you know, I sad, feel sad, so I'm going to tell everybody I'm sad. Right. But it's also not about faking it. And it's about being true to your story and true to your journey. And so that people can realize, oh, that's a human. And she's really been through some things and she overcame those things or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so the question was, again, how do you achieve this kind of transparency um, and not in a way that's not forced? And I, my thought to that is... It actually probably does have to be forced at first. Mm-hmm. When you exercise, it's not something you just, oh, I just love the exercise. Great analogy. You know, when you first start exercising, you hate it. You're yes. like, oh, I'm not doing this. I got to get mm-hmm. out of bed. And you're laying in bed like, I'm going to go, okay, you're going to get up. You're going to, you're forcing <laughs> it, you know? You have to train yourself to, to get into the rhythm. Once you get into the rhythm, it becomes a little bit more natural. And then you actually begin to crave it. And you're mm-hmm. like, oh, I got it. Oh, I don't feel right. I didn't exercise today. Yeah. The same thing is the case with learning to be transparent it does have to be forced at first it is something that you have to be very intentional about am i being my real self right now why am i fronting right now you know and then just force yourself to be real you know when somebody asks how you're doing and you're not doing great instead of saying i'm good how are you (laughs) 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 right and and you know we have the people the the whole school of thought that's like oh no i'm not gonna i'm not gonna speak my pain into existence well okay there's ways though to be real and to say you know it's it's not been the greatest day but you know or whatever you know or if there's ways to be transparent of course you don't necessarily need to be transparent with everybody yeah you know so you definitely want to be careful about that but in in the quest of learning to be more transparent it takes deliberate practice yeah and i think it's also synonymous with authenticity Mm. you know just really just being yourself and putting down the mask because we all have masks Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. and sometimes it is a little bit of telling your business and it's up to you to just to decide how much of that it it, it is right but you know i think a big part of being transparent is realizing that we're all human yes and that nobody is perfect and that whatever vulnerability you're experiencing that the person that you're exposing it to has experienced something similar to that too. Right. Well, and the extent to which you're you're judging yourself for these experiences, mm-hmm. you're judging other people in the same way. Mm. And um and and to your point, not to be the doctor that corrects people all the time, but <laughs> we did a show on authenticity and transparency, and uh-huh. there's actually a really interesting difference. The um, authenticity is you are telling the truth to yourself uh-huh. about who you are. Transparency is you're telling the truth to other people outside of you oh. about who you are. But you can't have transparency if you don't have authenticity. Oh. I think that's a beautiful. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's, awesome. <laughs> that's an aha moment. Yeah. For me. I agree yeah. With all of what you guys are saying, ladies are saying, because again, I feel like everything starts with you. Mm-hmm. So if it's one of those things where you are being manipulative about you, 
I mean, how in the world can you be transparent mm-hmm. to other people, mm-hmm. right? What do you know about you? And for me, it's just like I'm going through this training program now. So shout out to my visions. Y'all know who you guys are. <laughs> and I am really being in a space to where I get to know about me. Right. And so there were some things I that were pointed out to me was like, um, yeah, you manipulate. And I got mad. Ooh. I got mad real quick. Truth. So it's one of those things Ouch. where it's learning about you. So to our anonymous uh, love letter, <laughs> you know, how transparent are you to yourself? Right. I mean, do you really know about you and what you are and how it is that you show up in your life? Exactly. As you saw, as you become authentic and then becoming transparent with yourself. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's good, good stuff. That's good. Yeah. All right. Stay with us and we'll be right back. Hey, welcome to the live exchange. I am Dr. Pamela, and we are talking about love life. What is it, life? And the pursuit, and of, the pursuit of happiness. happiness. I love it. That's so nice. <laughs> yes. I'm joined by Daisy Mac of Peasy Heads and Danelle Porche of Soar. Hello, hello, hello. And these two ladies. I Today was all about getting the Goldilocks in the house and, and making yes. sure. Yes. <laughs> well, I was just like, all three. Mine go too. Yes, honey. You go you so it's all about the Goldilocks. Yes. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so we're just, uh, we we're talking about transparency just now. And um, we had a question about how do you become transparent? And, you know, it's not just something, especially when you've got things that you're you're deeply ashamed of and stuff that you got to work out within. Mm-hmm. You know, you really, you got to do the inner work and get to a place where you can be authentic and true to yourself Mm -hmm. this is who i am and i accept that person i love that person i embrace that person and then what comes with that after that is you know you can be transparent with other people yeah and most people are not doing that and i feel like that's uh again shout out to our trumpster our trump aka 45 you know (laughs) i feel like he if it's anything where you can start with i would be like look at him you know, and, and assess where, not saying he asked, but as you see him, there's something within you. Mm-hmm. It's like everything has a mirror and a reflection. What can you learn mm-hmm. about you mm-hmm. while you see him in this position right now? And it's what hard. Is, tough one. I what, don't know. I'm just, no, it's, <laughs> I, it's things where I was just like, okay, let me see. Because I said everyone's a mirror. Or mm-hmm. at least that's oh, how Lord. I perceive stuff. Now mm-hmm. I'm like, so what could... This man tell me about me. You can fake it till you make it. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's and being playful with yourself because I, you know, I really loved her her letter, the anonymous person that Mm -hmm. shared. Because again, in this process, you also want to be kind and gentle. Yeah, because absolutely, I had a download three days ago, and I was just like, "I love "Hmm." that you say download." I know that is cute. I I was like, I had to download, and it's three days ago because again, I'm learning about a lot right now, and. How are you enjoying your process? Mm-hmm. So because sometimes we think it could be, it needs to be hard. Mm-hmm. And there's an ease and flow in certain situations. I'm not saying everything in your life. But how is it that you are being kind and gentle to yourself? Mm-hmm. And are you really enjoying the process? Whatever it looks like, whatever you get an experience in. And are you willing to learn about yourself along the way? Mm-hmm. And, and and again, I feel like we're, we go against, we get to a point where we have to go against whatever we're taught. Mm-hmm. Whatever it is that we saw and mm-hmm. what we perceived and all the perceptions that we take on. And it's just like, okay, and once you become aware, mm-hmm. again, oh, 
So now I have opportunity to change some things or look at some things different or right. how am I am showing up and being open to yourself. Yeah. You know, I, it's just, you it's know, therapeutic. have a kindness for your. That's important. For your travel. Because the way you judge, as I said, the way you judge yourself is the way you judge other yeah. people. Yeah. And, that, and half of the times, the things that we are feeling insecure about, it's because we are judging ourselves yeah. more so than anyone else in the room. Right. So right. when you when you learn that the spirit of transparency, then I think it's a, you know, it's a self-evolution that's happening. Mm-hmm. You're growing. You're learning to learn. Because really, that's the first thing, right? When you learn to love yourself right. and to accept yourself and to not judge yourself and to be gentle and then you feel more comfortable with being transparent because you're not judging you're okay it's about your level of comfort with you you know there's a progression in that love you Mm -hmm. know everybody isn't at you know the end point (laughs) well do we ever reach the end point no probably not (laughs) you know and you know but and but to be gentle with yourself in the process so okay my self-love isn't the greatest but it's getting better and it's improving and, and and use you know where you've been as your benchmark and and just pr- track your progress yes and to i mean and again to her letter because she's like where i mean it's like you can start small mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be this grandeur i'm going to fix my entire life you know? <laughs> right like start small like you know if it's one of those things it's important for you to lose weight and i know that's like a, a, a hidden a hit theme but it's just like where is it that you can be transparent mm-hmm. and be yeah. honest with yourself with that right how are you I really honest take how- a Right. Yes. How are you really working with yourself? Right. Are you being honest? Are you being honest? Okay, stay with us. Um, we have a couple of more Facebook <sighs> comments from men who want to comment on Yay. what we said. So we'll stay stay with us. We'll be right back. <laughs> Election. Lack of diversity. Gas prices. Michael Jackson. Trending topics. All right. So looking at what's trending, um, it's almost like what's not trending. <laughs> Everything's trending. Okay. Um, there have been a few deaths this week um, or in the past couple of weeks, you know, because Della Reese was last week. Yes. Della Reese. Oh, that was um, so sad. Yeah. Actress, gospel, influenced singer who's known for her roles in Touched by Angel, Harlem Night. Thin Line Between Love and Hate. Was she in Thin Line? Ah. Um, she died at the age of 86 on November 19th. Wow. Um, Earl Hyman, who played the role of Russell Huxtable, a.k.a. Uh, Grandpa Hus- Huxtable. Oh, yes. Yep. Um, he died November 17th at the age of 91. Wow. Yes. Yes. And then famous child star David... Um, David who? From the Partridge family? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. From the Partridge family. He was um, 67. Um, so, well, um, I didn't hear about that one. I heard about Del Reese and... Cassidy, I think. Was that his last name? I think. David that Cass- sounds right. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds right. Yeah. Um, okay. So, um, the, the question posed by my um, amazing guy who compiles the news, um, Ian, he says, will this be the blackest Grammy Awards we've ever seen? Oh. Um, <laughs> artists Jay-Z and Kendrick um, Lamar have both garnered eight and seven non- n- uh, nominations, respectively. Wow. At the Grammys. We're not talking about the BET Awards. Right. We're talking about <laughs> the Grammys. I love it. Um, also, reality star, reality TV star Cardi B was nominated for two Grammys for her hit Bodak Yellow. Oh. I don't understand that song. Um, Okay. (laughs) Random thoughts. And then, um, let's see. 
Let me see. Let me see. Okay. Album of the year category feature will feature three African Americans and four out of the five nominees are of color. So there's, you know, this is great. This it's is great. Fantastic. Yes. Um, so I think that's, oh, no, this is, and this I have to bring up. It's not happy. So my transition to this is probably not the greatest right now. But um, those of you who have been following what's going on in Libya mm-hmm. is just absolutely disgusting um and i don't know you know i mean all i've been seeing is posts uh you know people expressing their anger towards it but i haven't seen any actual action Mm -hmm. taking place to stop what's going on and what's going on is basically the men are are being enslaved and it's trafficking basically human trafficking and it's off i mean just the conditions that these pictures are just absolutely horrible and so um that's scary there's so much to comment There's on. Just, <laughs> yeah. It's, I'm sad by the events in Libya, but it speaks again to where we are because it's not just with the human trafficking, it's the sex trafficking. Mm-hmm. It's everything. Mm-hmm. And for me, if there is a desire or a want, there's a, com- you know, there we are fulfilling requests. Yes. Yeah. So for me, the again. The fact that that's even what somebody wants. There's like, a request scary. being met. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So that's where it makes me sad. You, it's it's because people wouldn't do it if there wasn't a need for but it. But this is where you brought up human, okay. human, let's, the very core of let's do it. You yeah. know, when we go back to the, you know, mm-hmm. at some point we have to rise above nature, mm-hmm. and it, because if we just operated in just pure nature, animal, animal nature, yeah, because we, we all have that, that happen. Right, and we all have our animal self, you mm-hmm. know, that part of us that's just that innate, raw. Right. Uh, right. But we are evolving. We're, be, we're expanding our awareness. That's what we're talking about here, right? right? So we as human beings have a responsibility to go beyond that just innate desire to do something like this. That's why we run the earth, because we <laughs> supposedly were able to rise above the animal nature, nature right? right? <laughs> so for me, it's like I propose, I, I, I offer have we really learned from our past Mm. have we actually taken time and again with everything else that we need to take some time out and assess ourselves and do have we really learned from our past Mm -hmm. because this is not no this is not new this has happened under societies it's not just where it happened in america this has been a (laughs) perpetuating problem right you know generation after generation from bc time but have we learned oh go ahead well no no i what i forgot to add to this is that that the president has basically said that that cnn is spreading fake news by putting the word out there about libya um, and challenging the report and saying that this is, you know, saying that this modern day slave auctions is not real. And, and, and so, so this is the, the response of the leader of our country. In- so do you think, who are purchasing these people? Are there American people? Uh, that you know are- what? And I'm not, I'm not sure. I don't even want to say in my head, I wanted to say, yeah, it's probably, <laughs> you know, I don't have no research. And, yeah. and if that's the case, is this the start of something? Hmm bigger than just this small you know and it's not small but uh, from my understanding it was it was it was something within the continent but i'm not totally sure i'm not totally sure I, and again i'm not coming from facts this is stuff that's just been posted on media as well so there was a it was a guy he was of african-american so his 
perception or view of it. And again, I don't know how true, not true it is or whatever, but where there's always intention Mm -hmm. behind it. So being that there is a, a ploy present to really get the country itself to where we can get to the natural resources. So th- this is what we're going to cause and create mm-hmm. so that we can infiltrate and take take the country. Hmm. Because, again, there's a resource that we want. Yeah. And so the only reason why we would intervene or have something to take place to even consider, because it was even like with the Ebola virus. Right. A lot of people didn't want to talk about it. People saying shut down, cut stuff off, whatever. But at the end of the day, we travel everywhere. Mm-hmm. And we're, that global, we're global we're now. global. People mm-hmm. are alive. <laughs> yeah, but it's the you incentive know. as far as you know, why to intervene or it being caused. This is causing yeah. something so that we can take come in and take something. Mm-hmm. So I don't you know, it's it's like I hate using the word conspiracy because again, I, I feel that there is truth. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's always truth amongst people who say, Oh, well those are just conspiracy theories or this is that. I feel at this point in in my life and what I'm learning that you have to think outside the box. Yeah. What we have been taught is sometimes not what is actually real. Amen. Right. So I you know it's Oftentimes. it's, it's, it's yeah. yeah. So I don't I don't know, but it's it's just very disheartening to see that this is happening. Yeah. And it hasn't stopped. Because I'm, I'm, for me, it's like I don't feel like it just happened overnight. It it's, just has no, it's, it's just being it's exposed. Just, yeah, we, we <laughs> yeah. have the capacity to expose these things like never before, mm-hmm. and so it's being exposed. And then our president's response is fake news, fake news. Okay, yeah. All right, all right. <laughs> when we come back, we are definitely going to get these comments from Facebook. Okay. <laughs> Welcome back to the Live Exchange. I'm Dr. Pamela, and uh, we're talking about life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. And, um, you know, just kind of going going over some of the news and some of the things that are happening. But we've had a pretty robust uh, conversation or some pretty interesting comments that have come out on Facebook, um, particularly with our conversation about men. Mm-hmm. I'm working with men, um, and, and my perception, again, it's my perception. This is not what I say is fact, but my perception that men really work, you know, not, maybe not necessarily well together, but they, they know how to collaborate and partner in, in ways that get the job done. Um, we do it very differently as, as women. We tend to be a little bit more competitive, a little bit more standoffish. Mm-hmm. Can I really trust you? Mm-hmm. Um, and then when we do partner, we go over the top with it and, you know, like, look at, we're all partnered and I don't really see guys do that. <laughs> So, <laughs> um, so if you have comments on this, give us a call or text 678-613-5857. So what's being said on Facebook? Um, the first thing that Robert Pierce said, which I thought was a great comment, was because when a woman comes into the fold, and my question was, why is it that when I want to get in on this great peaceful partnership that men seem to be engaged Mm -hmm. in i want in too and then when i try to get in you know my admission price is a little bit different you know (laughs) so (laughs) you gotta do this or uh, you know how about you come do this and then i'll great analogy yeah so (laughs) mission price is a little different (laughs) and so um so i posed that question and to that question robert pierce said because when a woman comes into the fold it changes the dynamics it becomes a competition of who is the alpha male you know and so great yeah so, you know, because my initial thought was, did they have to do this? Was that the admission fee for them, you know, in the partnership with all these men? Did they have to sleep with the men? or Depends did they have to, on the cycle. You know, and it might be. <laughs> and if that's the case, I want to know. You guys, let me know. Yes. Because um, I want to advocate for you, too, if that's been happening. Um, 
James Bannerman. Is, well, he said, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Um, Robert <laughs> Pierce said, men deal with it more than they will ever admit. And I wouldn't doubt that. Mm-hmm. I would love to know, though, how how can we be in in support and in partnership with you if we don't know? But, right. but maybe it is. Maybe that's how they've made it. Awareness. We need to be aware. That seems to be the theme that keeps coming up today, expanding yeah. our awareness of things. And and I don't know. I mean, maybe they don't see the benefit in speaking out. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe it's more painful than it is beneficial. Mm-hmm. And there, that is a that's real cost analysis to yeah to consider. Well, it's the other thing too, where again, I feel like it's that double standard, mm-hmm. where if men have this experience, okay, be a big boy Privilege. or you know, or you know, oh, it's, I see what you mean. Oh yeah, it's, it's, it's more it, it's like it. the double standard where okay, if there is something that's going on, mm-hmm. and this is more speaking towards like the sexual assault Got thing mm-hmm. you know well you you a dude so Suck that's supposed to happen right. or you know it's a compliment mm-hmm. or you know just just the different dynamics as to what we're discussing so right. i don't you know I don't, uh. right and and when we talk about you know sexual assault for men it can happen by other men it can happen by, by women. women you know so it, there's a variety um okay so men deal with it more than they Will ever admit Jay Hurt just said Russell Simmons just stepped down from his company as well. I haven't heard that news yet, so I'm not I gonna hadn't either. But I did hear about somebody that came forward. That came forward. Wow. So I didn't know that he okay. had stepped down. Wow. Like, that came forward about a sexual assault experience with him. Oh, Russell! And it was like 15 years. Was it a ago. male or female? It's a female. Okay. Yeah, wow. you have female. 15 years. That's ago. That's about the time when he got divorced, isn't it? Uh, it might be. I, I don't follow oh, here him I am like speculating. that. Right. Let me just read the story when I get to it. <laughs> yeah. Um, the other one is, I know Robert said, wow, you dimmed her out. I don't know what he was, <laughs> I don't know what I must have said at that point. Um, <laughs> Do I feel dim? Does anybody I, feel dim? Right? Right? No, I feel okay. like I'm shining. Okay, no. good. Yes, exactly. We're shining on each other. Yes. Leroy is saying, you on it, my brother. He's talking to Robert. So okay. he's kind of giving him a high five, virtual high five. Um, Robert said he can, um, it, so this was the question I think was in the response to can the guys compete about who gives the most money? Can the guy compete about who right. helps the most? That was so here's Robert's that. response to that. He <laughs> says it could all be it could very well be about who helps out the most. But the core of it is being the alpha. Uh-huh. So if I help you with your business and invest in your dream, but the next dude happens to get you in a sexual relationship, who wins in the eyes of the group? Oh, it's all about ego. Wow. Can't both parties everybody <laughs> no. win? The money is a prelude win. to the sex. Right. So again, so okay, so okay, so let's go with this. It's again redefining in the conditioning. Why is it that money is associated to, you know, a, a the preempt to either sex or a preempt to a relationship? You get what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. why is it money solely associated? Not it's solely. a transaction. You want something in return for what okay, you- but how come you can't get my time? You can't get the business this that America. I offer. I know, but that's I'm just the, saying that's the number one commodity. You know. <laughs> <laughs> and we've placed, and people have put it importance on that, and yes. that's that's what I want to address. Yeah. Like, why is this put as the importance? Mm-hmm. Why aren't anything, anything else? It's all about ego. Mm-hmm. Important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You, you don't. You don't. 
me coming to the table with ideas to what I can present, another perception, perspective, things that I can offer to expand the business mm-hmm. or build um, towards the foundation. Why is that not valuable? I mean, I have million-dollar ideas, valuable. and all you want to do is sleep with me? Like, right. I got million-dollar ideas, and you just want to sleep with me. Right. You know? <laughs> it's, I mean, these so, are things that just need to be questioned. Real. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I can't even tell you how, how it is such a, a, a deep frustration that I have that I haven't really spoken on yeah. okay. because okay. people who they know who they are yes you know mm-hmm. and and i'm you know so I, i'm i'm not quite ready okay but well, we, we, no not ready to be transparent sh- yes. you're not ready to share my experiences ah. because it has it, it's been on repeat you know mm-hmm. it's, oh. it's it's it i don't want to say rarely mm-hmm. but it, it, it Often it it turns into something more or Mm -hmm. often the proposition is more than just let's partner. Let's, you know, it's, it's usually a lot more than that. So with that being said, do you feel as though when you have a male trying to help you, are you always like leery? Do you always have like, your, what's like, what's, about? Right. What's your rules? Yeah, I think that? I have, I think I have a bit of a wall up uh-huh. at first until mm-hmm. I get to know whether or not the person's authentic. Now okay. I have certainly worked with a lot of authentic males. So mm-hmm. this is not by any means the majority, mm-hmm. but it's happened enough for me to have a wall up and say, okay, what are you about? You mm-hmm. know, and, and, and I have lost out on a lot of opportunities and a lot of deals because I wasn't willing to, Give it up. Yeah. That is so funny yeah. because the way I do it, I, brother. Hey, brother, such and such. <laughs> hey, brother, such and such. I've had to, uh, that is my practice. Yeah, yeah. And anything because for me, I'm you know I'm venturing into the more entertainment. You know, I sing, I work with producers, and they have been nothing but fabulous. But brother, such and such. Yeah. How you doing, brother, such and such? Brother, brother, brother. <laughs> so it is already established where my where rapport, and I'm going with. And you. I'm and and I I feel like I established that as you know, well. I'm sure you, yeah. I'm sure you but do. But it's yeah. just like, dude, we want to go more. Dude. <laughs> 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 All right, we'll be right back. <laughs> Okay, so the research, science. All right, so there is this um, this theory that I really love, and I don't know the name of it, but I do know that it's about ratios, and and so it's about the ratio of positive to negative experiences, and how we, um, how that impacts our day, our livelihood, our health, mental health. So basically what it says is that if we have more negative experiences, so let's say me and Daisy, we've been hanging out all day, and she's kind of made three snide remarks, (laughs) but you know, but the rest of the day, she's just been really, really, really sweet, and we've just had some great experiences for the rest of the day, then it's we're probably good, you know, but if it turns into more negative than positive, then that is, that has a strain on me, it has a strain on our relationship. It's um, so I believe um, the the ratio is three to three. Mm-hmm. So you know, three negatives, three positives, there's some balance. Um, when it's children, they actually need more positive than negative. So they need um, like seven to five mm-hmm. or something like that. And so. It's important, I think, for us to think about the ratio of negative to positive experiences because we don't think about how that can impact our livelihood and our day. And, you know, and so we may have and sometimes one negative experience can have 
the impact of four positive experiences. Mm, right. So so the more conscious we are of that, I think the more control we can have over our mind and how we receive things and how we deliberately go out to seek more positive experiences to kind of balance mm-hmm. out our, you know, our day and how we feel. That's awesome. Um, so, yeah. So I wish I had, I was trying to pull up the, um, the actual ratios and I wasn't able to get those up. But if, if I am able to get those up, I'll, I'll let you know what that is. Many times we're on coast. We on autopilot. Mm-hmm. And so again, again, with what it is that I'm venturing into and stuff like that and what's going on now with me, it's about being checked in. Mm-hmm. So with the, the ratio, mm-hmm. yeah. and that, it makes sense. And so, but if you're not checked in, if you're not constantly aware of what is just, just floating. Yeah. It's just taking floats <laughs> yes. and just passing by and you just entertaining it and you just <laughs> believing it. Right. And you're not really saying, okay, is this true? Right. Or I'm feeling this way. Well, why am I feeling this way? I think that it just does us a disservice. Yes. We are not catering to what we need at, mm. in that moment. Yes. And so I, I think that's a beautiful, you know, scenario because, again, it can take you out if you're not really checked in. Right. Like, yeah. Check and in. I mean, and kids is a different thing because, again, they're they're more, they need to be validated. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's going to be where they're going to be looking for external validation. They're going to be looking for a little bit more because they're in their formative years. Mm-hmm. They right. formulate. And it's, yeah. It's, it's, and it's, it's things so that important. they take. Right. And One of the things we talked about in previous weeks was just how our stress alone can cause health problems oh, in yeah. kids, like asthma and things like mm-hmm. that. Just our st- our stress can do this to, to the kids. a child. Yeah, yeah. and, and how so. their perception of things, and we don't even ask. Mm-hmm. You know, as a, a parent, of course, you know, shout out to all those that are parents because you're parents of many things, so it's not just one thing, but those who have the two-legged uh, <laughs> uh, beautiful um, <laughs> beings that come into your life. Uh-huh. Um, it's one of those things. Have you ever checked in on your child to say, hey, what did you perceive in that moment? And right. it's not the word perceive. How did you feel when you saw this happen to mommy and daddy, mm-hmm. or both mommies and both daddies? Right, just whatever, whatever yeah, the scenario the dynamic, is. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Like, okay, and, and and just be considerate for that moment. I know parents are considerate all the time; they gotta think of their kids. <laughs> but when height <laughs> situations come, you know, hey, how did you feel? How, yes. What is it? What, what did, did you perceive? You? Like, what did you get from this? Mm-hmm. I love I love what you're saying because I you know I always feel like the 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 most precious gift that you can give yourself is awareness. Yes, you know, living in the now, and we are on autopilot. The society that we live in, the co- our culture breeds for us to be on autopilot or to go with the group mentality. Yes, you know, and so when you snap out of it, that's when you become woke yeah air mm-hmm. quotes woke uh-huh. yes and we need to be more woke uh-huh. i don't know did i say that right? it's, it's <laughs> because it's it's work once you find out certain things about yourself and you be in a continuous state y'all it's it's a work ethic like mm-hmm. no yes. other just like mm-hmm. you show up to a job and you about getting that money i'm about to get that money i'm <laughs> getting that money mm-hmm. all right well you're gonna get your conscience too mm-hmm. right you know, are right. you going to be aware yes. and it is a work ethic like no other absolutely yes. so and I and I did find the ratios, by okay. the way. So it's called the positivity ratio, and um, and it basically says living in the most valuable reality means maintaining 
a three to one ratio. So I was really off when I said three oh. to three. Three to three, you mess. <laughs> yeah. So three positive experiences and interactions and that kind of thing to one negative. Um, so three to one is kind of a, a, a decent, healthy balance. Mm-hmm. A two to one ratio, where you have two positive a- interactions for one every ne- for one negative interaction, you're at a point of languishing. Hmm. And then when it's one to one. And this is what I was basically saying earlier. Yeah. Um, when I said three to three, that's equivalent to one to one. One positive interaction for one negative interaction, that's okay. depression. That leads you into a point of depression. Wow. So you want to make sure that you're at at least a three to one ratio okay. in positive versus negative experiences. And what they say about children, do I have that here? Oh, I don't have it here. But I think it was like seven to one. I mean, it was so much more than three to one. You know, for you know what adults. I love most about five this science? One. Five, five to one, one for mm-hmm. children. Mm-hmm. What I love most about this science is that you have total, complete control over changing the balance. Yes. Mm-hmm. So if you've had that one, how many bad experiences? Three to one, three positive so if you, to one bad. Okay, yeah. so if you had that one, you can, you have the power always to seek out yes. the positive experiences, even exactly. if it's taking that negative experience and turning it into... Reframing a po- it. Reframing yeah, it, yeah. exactly. And I think that we forget that we have that power. We get so caught up in our emotions and mm-hmm. the, the negative, you know, thing that's happening to us and how we're responding that we forget, hey, you know what? I can take control of the situation and I can turn it around or, or I can go and seek out a positive experience. Sometimes right. it's just being nice to a person. Right. And that you created a positive experience yes. by doing that. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's why I do that's also why I love the research and I love science because you're able when you know this stuff, mm-hmm. you can do something mm-hmm. about it. Awareness. You know? Awareness. It's everything. <laughs> and so even with couples, you know, it's something to think about. If you're in a relationship Think about, you know, the, the health of your relationship. Are you languishing? And is this a languishing relationship? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is this a depressed relationship? Is this a thriving relationship? As a rela- In a relationship, you want the goal to be five to one ratio. Okay. Oh, wow. So you want to, you know, make sure that there are five positive interactions at, at least to every one negative okay. interaction. Um, and in um, from a business standpoint, you know, if you're working with people, three to one is a healthy place lovely so i just think you know very interesting the more we know yes you know the more we're armed with the more we we can (laughs) (laughs) the little rainbow yes yes (laughs) that's so any any thoughts okay because i'm gonna just pivot to something else but oh no 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 i just i think it's beautiful and i feel like that's a start so going back again to the love letter the start yes finding those positive affirmations to the one negative as far as you being transparent you you know yeah just the another tool, another nugget. Yeah. You can apply that, yes. You so, can apply anyway. it to any goal, progression thing you're trying to accomplish in your yeah. life. I love that. I mm-hmm. think that's great. Yeah. All right, balance challenge. Your balance with Dr. Pamela. Dr. Pamela. Dr. Pamela. Okay, so the balance challenge for this week, I gave it earlier, and that is for you to be able to sit down and have a conversation with somebody who has a very different, may have a very different experience, perspective, demographics. And demographics don't necessarily mean that we're different or that we have different experiences, but wouldn't it be interesting to sit down with somebody totally different demographic and find out that there's so many similarities? So I think that there can be value in whether or not the person's experience mirrors yours or does not. Um, because there's so much that we can learn from one another. We've talked a lot about men and sexual assault today. 
they have stories too, and we haven't delved into those stories. Mm-hmm. Um, but they absolutely have stories too, and so I think that. What's so important, we're so divisive. I mean, mm-hmm. the society is so divided, and yes. I would love to see more of us sit down with somebody else and just listen and just learn their journey of how they got to where they are today. So that's my challenge to you this week. I want you to find somebody that you can just sit down and listen to without feeling the need to compete or interject your experience and say, well, I did that too, or that didn't. Just listen. Listen. That's your challenge for this week. We'll be right back. Okay, so <laughs> Cardi B, right? Is that Cardi B? Oh, is that it? <laughs> no, I can't help that beat. I just go like, I tried not to. Please don't it. start freestyling on us. Oh my gosh. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. I know you guys are shocked. You're like, Dr. Pam, don't be freestyling. She does. I do. I have video footage <laughs> if anybody's interested. That's so cool. <laughs> and it was the rap freestyle, too. <laughs> okay. So we have a comment from Caroline Smith. Um, first, she says, hello, ladies. Hey. Um, and then she says, and this was part of our conversation a while back, and I think she made this comment um, while you were talking, Danelle. She okay. said, change requires introspection. Mm-hmm. There are a lot of people who don't have or don't know how to have, um, I guess, what it is they're striving for. So they don't have and they don't know how to have. Um, teaching that, to me, is just as important as anything else that we teach our kids, the ability to reflect within mm-hmm. and, mm-hmm. you know, introspection. Mm-hmm. But, I agree. Yes. Woo! I think that's mm-hmm. so important. I think that's um, the greatest tool. I think is. that needs to be taught to a 45. Yeah. Yes. But I, you know, I honestly feel like he has a diagnosis. I don't think narcissism Narci- is not just a. It's, right. a diagnosis. it's not just an adjective. No, it's, it's a condition. It's a condition. It is his. It is well, his condition. There, I agree. I would <laughs> agree. Not and, putting and, on an act. And, that, just, and that's not just an opinion. I mean, that has been kind of the 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 observed diagnosis of professionals in the field. And in fact, um, article came out yesterday where they are seriously considering whether he is fit for the presidency. The article said that he is, in, you know, he, he's got the lives of millions of people in his hands. And is he really, um, you know, fit, mentally fit to, to do this? Interesting that the question is coming up now, um, a year later, when there was right. evidence of this well before now. Right. But, that was the question that was posed, and, and and in all fairness, that question has been posed throughout the campaign, and you know, but it seemed to be a little bit more taken a little bit more seriously in yesterday's article. So, what is it well, going to take? Well, I think not saying he's going through impeachment right now, but it's it's the the proposals are being put out there. But have they been from the beginning? They not well, in the way that there's <laughs> actual movement now, but yeah. I don't know that that's even the best decision because you know if he gets impeached yeah then who takes over and what is his diagnosis right it's that (laughs) and then from what i've learned about impeachment is that impeachment does not is not necessarily synonymous to removal so impeachment Mm. is the process that's that's happening right but that doesn't mean that it concludes in removal right so I just feel like it's it's showing more, exposing more of our differences 
and dividing us versus mm-hmm. us bringing us together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's and, where and I feel the the whole leadership is. Yeah, mm-hmm. and leadership it it, it it can come in many forms, mm-hmm. many facets. But the type of leadership that I feel is impelling for it to be in the presidency is just a different mm-hmm. look, mm-hmm. Right. a different feel, a different thought. Well. So, and I think the concern, one of the, the greatest concerns I have, is, is his preoccupation with issues that really are not under his relevant. purview. Yeah, you know, the kneeling of the athletes, the accusing Libya of being fake news. Instead of making an <laughs> accusation, you're the president. You have the capacity to go and investigate oh my and find out whether or not this is really happening. What about him bringing up Puerto Rico's debt? <laughs> While yes. they need in need of help, yeah. So, so things like that, you know, is, is, you know, that's really you know what concerns me. But um, we had a question that was posed. Um, let me see. Well, actually, no, it's a question that I saw um, that is about to, back to the sexual assault stuff. Um, and the question is: So, why did companies start firing guys that they knew for years were sexual assaulters? Like, so this wasn't a secret, but now let's let's move forward and fire is you know what tipping point made this cultural shift it because now it's no longer socially acceptable yeah we're it, it's becoming a thing you mm-hmm. know just like you know understanding and acceptance of lgbtq right. communities we're, we're it used to be i want i don't want to say it used to be okay but it was socially acceptable to shun this group of people yeah. right. but now it is not yes and i think the same is happening so with up. the with the sexual assault you know yeah. and then i have a question sure. what do you guys think about the abrupt persecution of a person who has been accused of sexual assault. Like, do you think that there is some power in a person being put in the hands of a person who wants to tear someone down Mm -hmm. and there's not a truthful accusation? I think that is a great question. Mm -hmm. Um, Because we are behaving very abruptly, you know, and part of it because we're saying that we have zero tolerance for this. Um, and I think in this process of change and this transition, there's a lot of chaos in, in, in process, in the process. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's problematic. I mm-hmm. think that, you know, we've got to come up with a way to, you know, now it sounds like in Matt Lowry's case, Lowry's case, I keep wanting to say Mike Lowry. I think I'm thinking <laughs> of, <laughs> but, <laughs> but I think in Lowry's case, it, you know, he's, Come, for, come forward and said that it happened but that was a question as soon as it happened that came to mind while he was fired did he have a chance to defend, defend himself, himself? Is, is this something that they know without a shadow of doubt happened right and so I think we need to be careful on both sides of the coin from the standpoint of uh, you know somebody who may be an innocent bystander or innocent you know accused person mm-hmm. um as well as those who are experiencing the assault i don't know what the fine balance is there mm-hmm. but i don't know. know what the fine balance is but for me for them to quickly fire for me i feel like there were knowing parties mm-hmm. so right. i want to disassociate so myself. they knew well before we all and there's actually documentation yeah. mm-hmm. so instead of anybody point. else investigating this company mm-hmm. i'm we just gonna let you go yeah and so for me again because for me i don't want anybody who is innocent mm-hmm. to be their Persecuted. name tarnished right you know it's things. Over. It's over. once the accusation comes right it really it's a wrap it's yeah. and y- Okay, so how do you guys feel about people who you 
feel good about someone who you you know really love like for instance Kevin Spacey I'm I love Louis CK mm-hmm. he's one of my favorite comedians so it's almost like we're being robbed well we don't know and of we this don't, person's the thing is art. we don't really know these people you True. know what I'm saying and so we love their persona on TV you are so right so it's you know, know it's like, to if learn I met them in the person I might really have yeah we get to learn so the like, true issues that are behind R. Kelly have to, oh yeah okay yeah. R. Kelly I love his music Aww. but I've been torn because yeah. again of, of I can't even I, listen to it yeah I can't I'm, I, I just but I've I always it. been a fan you know and it. it's yeah. just like I hate to say that right because I feel like I'm supporting and then some people will just deny what he did just because they so feel so my guests don't hear the music sorry yes okay sorry the show is over the show is over the show is over P-E-E-Z-Y-H-E-A-D-Z.com. And Danelle Porsche. Everything Danelle Porsche. <laughs> or if you put sore with three S's, come check me there out. You go. Come get some encouraging words. All right. We'll be back in two weeks. See you later. Peace out. Peace out. Peace out.